Hello and welcome to Tokyo Inklings. My name is CY, and you can find me on TokyoStationPens.com、uh, or on Instagram at TokyoStationPens. And my name is Jacob, and I'm Foodafan on Instagram, and I have a blog at Foodafan.com. And、uh, welcome. This is Emergency Episode One. We've never done this before, but、uh, but some big news、uh, came out just a few days ago. Right, Jacob, and I'm not so familiar with it, so I'm going to be more like、uh, interviewing you or like asking you my my questions because I know you've studied、uh, a lot about this、uh, since yesterday. Yeah, at least a little bit. So yeah, what we're trying to do here is we're trying a new format, sort of a short breaking news episode. And if this goes well, we might do more of these in the future. So. Let's just jump right into it. So, a mutual friend of ours sent us a link earlier this week, a link to a Nikkei article. So, first of all, for those who don't know, Nikkei is sort of the Financial Times or Wall Street Journal of Japan, and this article said that Sailor is being acquired by a company called Plus. And before we talk about what that might mean, let's just very briefly explain what is actually happening here. So, Sailor is issuing something called convertible bonds or CBs, which is a debt instrument, so a way of raising capital. And the difference between a normal bond and a CB is that the CB gives the bondholder a choice. To convert the bond into a number of shares at the predetermined price, and in this case, the bondholder is going to be this company plus. And if they choose to convert these CBs, which seems likely given the terms, and、um, they will become the majority shareholder of Sailor. So,、uh, you know, you work in finance, but some of our Viewers and、uh, myself included、uh, aren't so familiar. So let me just get this straight.、Uh, you're saying that this company Plus, they bought a bunch of Sailor bonds that they can then convert to shares. And based on the number of bonds that they have,、uh, if they convert them all, they can become the majority shareholder. Yes. Okay, but they're not the majority shareholder yet. Not yet, no. Correct. Okay, now I understand. Sorry, please continue. Yeah, so so that that's the background. How much do you know about Plus? Have you even heard about this company before? Well, we know that Plus collaborated with uh, with um, Sailor for a couple of different、um, different editions of their Progis, right? So, if I'm not mistaken, they did the Sakura. Uh, that came out earlier this year、yeah. with the two versions, the pink and the and the gold. Yeah, and they've also、uh, is the cat plus as well. The cat that series. That I'm not sure about. Yeah, I think the uh, like uh, what are they called? The White Russian. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's, not that one, yeah. that's not a cat. That's not a cat. One of the cats.、Mm. Yeah, the the cat series、um, with plus and sailor. I think.、Uh, They they collaborated so so they have collaborated before and I know、um, just by googling plus that they are a stationary company. Yes, so I admittedly did not know much about plus either. So I thought it was one of those you know small makers that sell cute stationery at Loft and Stia because that's、right. that's how I knew it. Right, right. 
But it turns out that they have actually been around for a while. They, they, they have been around since 1948 and they're actually pretty big. And it's a whole group of companies. So for example, they own Nippon Notes, so the company behind the Apica notebooks. Mm-mm-mm. And they also own a big chunk of Askel. And I think people outside Japan may not be familiar with Askel, but anyone who's worked in an office environment in Japan is probably familiar with uh, Askel's um, chairs and other office equipment. So this is a pretty big company. Yeah. And you know what Askel stands for, right? I I can't remember anymore. It it stands for Asakuru. So they promise next day delivery. I see. I see. That make, uh, yeah. kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so Plus is a fairly big company and it turns out that they are actually already a major sailor sh- uh, shareholder. So they since 2018, I believe they own something like 14 or 15 percent. So they are not entirely new to uh, to Sailor, but but if they are to convert all of these CBs, they will have more than more than 50 percent uh, of the shares. So sorry, um, is Sailor a publicly traded company? Yes, they they're listed on TSE, a second section. Okay, so so I could buy. Some sailor stocks and uh, and own part of sailor. You could do that, yeah. Okay, um, so for example, uh, you know, pilot, you know, has these like shareholder gifts and stuff. Do you know if sailor does that kind of stuff? If they have shareholder gifts, I, that I don't know actually. <laughs> okay, know. okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, that that was kind of a tangent. So, um, uh, but yeah. So so they're now uh, in a position where uh, they could have a single company becoming the majority shareholder yes um now who is the current majority shareholder so the this plus is actually today if i remember correctly they are the single biggest shareholder today at, at right. their 14 or 15 percent so, so they are big already um but but they don't have a majority stake so um but the, the question now is, you know, why, why are they doing that? And from Shaler's perspective, you know, um, why does this happen now? So I had just a very quick look at Sailor's latest quarterly report, trying to find some more hints there. And right. as you know, Sailor has two business lines. So they have a stationary, which is what we are familiar with. They also have a robotics. Uh, mm. it, it, because it turns out that they um, a while back they 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 needed a, an efficient way of making ink cartridges, so they right. um, developed their own um, robot for that, and now from that has grown out a robotics division. Right, right. So um, the stationary division, which we are more familiar with, is actually not doing that well. Uh, revenue keeps shrinking, and right now they're actually losing money. It was particularly bad this year, and they blame COVID-19 for that, but they have been uh, losing money uh, even before COVID. But interestingly, their smaller robotics division is actually doing well, and that is sort of carrying the company right now. So as a whole, they are profitable. So I couldn't find any sort of hint that they are you know, in any kind of emergency. So the question then is, why are they raising money? And 
I don't know anything more than what's publicly available, uh, so I can just guess. But wishful thinking would be that they have some interesting new, uh, you know, products coming up, some kind of product development. Um, Hmm. But I, I'm not sure what I would be. So, what about you? Do you have any ideas what this could mean? Yeah. So I think um, this could be be quite huge. Mm. Actually, not just for Sailor Japan, but Sailor worldwide in terms of their entire distribution network. So uh, what we're seeing right now is, I think, I mean, you work in finance, so you know better than me. But it it, it looks like it's not exactly like a friendly takeover. Of the company, so uh, that's what happens when companies uh, slowly buy up shares um, through, as you say, CB or other means uh, to acquire the rights, the um, or the the shares of a company, and then once they hit that 51, then effectively they're the bosses. And so what we have right now is uh, we know you know Sailor, I think um, they. They've expanded so quickly with their limited editions. Uh, they, you know, everybody and their mothers gets a limited edition um, uh, ink and a pen, and they, you know, you get a limited edition, you get a limited edition. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how this affected their business. Surely, it raised, in some ways, as I said, it elevated the uh, the brand mm. for collectors and and for uh, younger um, people. In, in the sense that, you know, people want to collect these sparkly, shimmery pens. Mm. But on the other hand, it uh, reduced their brand image with uh, with certain retailers right, right, who right, yeah. might not want to carry Sailor because Sailor has an image of, well, everybody has a Sailor. Mm. So, again, I'm like you, I'm not privy to, to the information. But I think Plus, if you look at the lineup of Plus, it's I, I think that it's very clearly geared towards a more uh, younger audience in terms of the the regular stationery that they uh, that they pump out. Mm. Um, so I think that it's not particularly surprising to me that Plus uh, is interested in Sailor and interested in Sailor's business model. So as far as I understand, um, I was listening to the um, Drum Ghouls live mm. uh, or, or maybe I read it somewhere else. But um, as far as I understand... Uh, Sailors um, precision manufacturing isn't their strong suit. Mm. What I mean by that is, uh, for every Rialo they make, they discard another Rialo. So their their uh, discard rate is fifty percent mm. on on Rialos. That that is shockingly poor, um, considering that the Rialo seal is not actually that good. <laughs> right. So. You know when you when you try to uh, clean a Riello, it's a nightmare because ink, um, the way that they've designed the piston, the ink gets like stuck between the piston and the barrel wall. Yeah. Um. So so I think maybe Plus sees an opportunity to improve on Sailor's processes and uh, and to to turn it around. So I think they they uh, Sailor would be an interesting option for Plus to acquire to really capture and dominate um the writing market and mm. this this niche market i think sailor has a, a big big place and i don't think anybody wants to see sailor go anywhere right now with that being said uh i'm sure you've noticed too but plus actually uh is of course they are a stationary company they make stationary but they're also a logistics company so they own logistics and not only that they're also a distribution company mm. and so they have their own distributors worldwide um, 
one in particular that caught my eye was that they have a plus of America. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. Right now, Sailor is being distributed by Itoya of America. Yeah. Um, there was but, a Sailor America before, but not anymore. Yes. Yes. My question is: Let's say Plus does convert all of these CBs into shares, and they become the majority shareholder. It, it's all speculation at this point. So you know, don't go and uh, and quote me on the newspaper or something. But I don't see a reason for Plus to allow Itoya of America to keep distributing Sailor. Not in the immediate short term. Right. I think they will keep their relationship in the short term. Yeah. But in the next five to ten years, I don't see a world in which they don't switch over to their own distribution. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that that's a possibility. I think. Yeah, and um, I think that uh, actually, I think Itoya has been taking a very, very high um, commission from Sailor mm. in terms of uh, in terms of how their distribution works. So. Yeah. Um, Brad Dowdy talked about this uh, a while ago in terms of like retail distribution network and you know how you need to do the margins. Yeah. But um, generally speaking, if you're dealing with another company, then uh, then your margins uh, you have to give more of your margins, right? Yeah. So um, I, I work in a retail company, and uh, and we our function here as a retail unit is to basically import. Um, our company's goods into Japan and distribute them into the market. So uh, I can see a future in which Plus says, you know what, we can do the distribution uh, more effectively and uh, and easier from our side yeah. if it's all part of the same group company. And so that's why I think this acquisition is, or not yet an acquisition, I suppose, but if it becomes an acquisition, yeah. it will be particularly interesting to see how that might also affect the prices of Sailor um, internationally. Mm. Uh, could this perhaps drive the prices lower mm. for for Sailor in the U.S.? Or maybe they keep the same and they, they take a higher margin. Um, does it mean that they increase the prices in Japan mm. to match uh, the prices uh, in the U.S.? Um, not really sure at this moment. Right. But I can say that if this acquisition goes through, mm. I think that there will be big changes in terms of how Sailor will be distributed. Right. And then on top of that, I think that it will be interesting to see how plus a plus-owned Sailor um, would manage um, Sailor's, let's say, uh, limited edition game. Because I think it's it's clear that this limited edition thing is not really so sustainable, I think, at the price that they're doing. Um, because when, when you have like, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's economy of scale. Your, your prices go down when you make a lot of one thing. But if you're making limited edition runs of 50 pieces, then you don't really get that economy of scale. And for me, Sailor's limited edition strategy has kind of been to... It's like a shotgun strategy. Mm. They they, sh- they fired everywhere, um, hoping that it'll land them someplace to take their pen making business unit to profit, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, that that hasn't been the case. And I think you mentioned for the past few years, Sailor hasn't been really profitable, and they haven't really been willing to go into the more mass stationery, yeah. where 
um, pilot is making a lot of their money, um, nor on are they on a small enough scale like platinum to maintain profitability by uh, by being a smaller scale company. Mm. So, yeah, I think uh, I think a plus owned sailor will will bring interesting changes. Some changes might be welcome in the market. Others, such as the uh, you know possibly fewer limited editions, I think uh, will not be so welcome. Or you know, I guess not welcome is not the right uh, phrase, but you know people won't be celebrating it. Yeah, and that's interesting because from a just an outsider's. Uh, perspective it seems as if sailors doing everything right with their limited editions on the other hand you see that the revenue is down so the question is how big a part of their business are these limited editions compared to these you know standard line models um, that you know pilot for example does so successfully another thing worth mentioning is going back to what you said about you know reality production so I don't know how much of sailors manufacturing happens at their historical site in Kure and how much, if anything, happens elsewhere. But what I noticed about uh, PLUS is that they actually have a big manufacturing plant in Vietnam. Oh yeah, and China. And another one in China, yes. So, so I think there's an opportunity here to do potentially more large-scale and more cost-efficient uh, manufacturing and that might could potentially lead to, uh, you know... Um, yeah, either either lower prices or, or better margins for for sailor. Yeah, yeah, I think they definitely need um better margins. And uh, one thing that I think would be, uh, let's say, impacted, are these uh as I said earlier, small batch runs. So YY Pen Club's um sailor releases, I think, uh, could be affected. Um, not only that, I think a lot of pen companies in Japan right now, um, products are made based on, oh, I know the president of Sailor. We go for drinks on the weekend. Oh, yes, I think, definitely, uh, definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So those very small, small rounds based on, on, <laughs> on uh, relationships formed during yeah. uh, high school years. Yes, those may yeah. not be the most profitable ones for, for sailor to do. Yeah, and I don't think they will be allowed at a bigger company. Right. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, do you have any bold predictions? Wait, first, do you think, do you think Plus will take over Sailor? It, to me, it looks like, you know, just based on information I have that it, it that it it seems as if the, the, the terms are made such that it's it will be very very attractive for, for plus to, to convert. So I assume that that is the the intention. Um, I yeah, I don't know exactly what it's going to lead to but I do think that is actually in general good news for for sailor fans because I think that means they have yeah, again um manufacturing of scale more efficient uh, business processes and so mm-hmm. on and i can't imagine that that plus would would um and do anything you know negative to, to the brand so uh, overall i think this I, I hope at least that this is positive yeah and you mentioned that um plus had been a a very large shareholder yeah. in uh, in sailor yeah and even though sailor is losing money 
they've doubled down on their investment. Right. Yeah. So true. I don't think this is, you know, you don't invest for charity. You invest to to turn a profit. So so that says to me that they do want to take over Sailor. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So this is all all very very exciting news, I think. Yeah. Well, we are armchair analysts. <laughs> so uh so everything we say here could just be fluff. Or it could be a prediction of what happens to one of our beloved pen brands um, in the future. So, Jacob, you got anything else to say? Uh, Well, the only thing I want to say is that we would love to have feedback on this kind of format, these short breaking news type episodes. We want to know if people like this and if they want more of this, because I can definitely imagine... You know, there be more of these in the future if there's um, if there's a demand. Mm, yep, and uh, yeah. So how can they do that? Well, we have our website now on uh, TokyoInklings.com, and we're gonna have uh, one page for this episode. You go to that page, and there's gonna be a comment section, and you in the comment section, you you tell us what you think uh, of this episode and whether you want more of this. Yep. And uh, and please, we're, we are trying to build a kind of a community on the website. So please, please comment. Uh, please, please discuss. Uh, we find your comments and your insights very, very valuable. But a lot of you are sending us comments through DMs. Um, so we would like you to also comment on the website so that other people can see your questions. Um, you know, maybe you had a question that... Uh, five other people also wanted to know about. So, so please do take advantage of the website. It's it's very important for us. And uh, hopefully, you will tell a friend, uh, tell a family member, tell somebody that you know at the office that loves stationery. Um, and uh, hopefully, it will help us grow our audience and uh, and bring more of this kind of breaking news as well as uh, more of our regular shows to you. Yeah. All right, and uh, with that said, my name is CY. You can find me at tokyostationpens.com or on Instagram at tokyostationpens. And my name is Jacob, and I am Fudafan on Instagram and I have a blog at tokyostationpens.com. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.